We're live. Live from the barbershop. Live from the barbershop, though. We're going to go with the same thing, right? Yes, sir. So it was a mid-drop. Just a tad off the top. Clean uh -huh. up. You got it, man. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I don't really know you, so tell me something I wouldn't know about you. What you don't know. Um... Okay, let's start off with your name. What's your, what's your name? My name is Jacob Medina. Jacob Medina. You like long walks on the beach? Yeah, I love long walks, long <laughs> movies, um, big hot dogs from Dodger Stadium. Hey! They're, pri they're pricey, but I mean, still, pretty good. How much do they cost these days? The to Dodger be honest dogs? with you, I wouldn't doubt it if they're like seven bucks. Seven, eight, maybe like six, seven bucks. To That's not bad at all, though, because like, let's say you get like a Michelada from Dodger Stadium. That's like 23. I think now it's like $17 just for that. And then imagine. That's it? Yes. No, that's it. I think if you go to like the store and you get one, it's like, what, eight bucks, nine bucks? What, a Michi? Yeah. Okay, so I went a couple years ago and I was going to get one. It was a nice summer day. Uh-huh. And it was $23 for the basic Michi. Just one cat? Just one. Oh my God. And I was like, eh, I don't need it that much. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it, you're like, nah. Yeah. I was like, is this stomach ache really going to be worth it? And then I was like, nah. I pulled the, I pulled the plug on the whole operation. <laughs> you thought about it and then you're like, I did, hmm. dude, because like, I walked up all the way up the stairs, I got in the line and then I was like, all right, I'll just get, you know, one. I don't like to have a lot because I feel like it messes up my stomach uh -huh. or the next day for whatever reason, maybe it's like all the yeast. Uh, I don't feel good. So I still go like one or two. Yeah. But for Mitchies, because it's like, I don't know, what do they put in it? Like tamarindo, tamarindo chili powder. And then that tomato juice. Oh, and dude, it's a for beer. sure stomach ache the next day for me. Oh, so. my God. It and has to be worth it, you know what I mean? And then whatever you eat after, too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Big doo-doo right there. I think I went a couple years ago for my birthday, actually. And I think they, they ended the game at like 12 a.m. And we had like nachos, we had like ice cream. So it was, my, it was like a, a full tank, you know what I mean? Uh huh. And then the next day, I went golfing with my buddy at like seven in the morning. Oh man. Oh dude, I felt so gross the next day. I don't know how people can do that. That's, I can't fall asleep at one and wake up at six. I can't do that. How many hours of sleep would you say you need per night? Are you a, are you a sleep guy? Yeah, I need sleep. Maybe more than five. If lucky and if I have the urge to want to go or like, let's just say, like I have to be somewhere mm -hmm. on the dot, then four hours, four or five hours. That's all I need. Dang. I can do it like once or twice, uh -huh. but once you start stringing along like days of, you know, four hours here, three hours here, then I'm, I start crashing at some point. Yeah. Or consistently like you doing it like four hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. There like, are some people who can actually do that, though. All they really, like, truly need is, like, five hours of sleep. Yeah. I think it's people, just my own opinion, with, like, ADHD. I could be wrong, but... I, yeah, because it kind of does... Because they need, like, a resting point, you know? And then they're like, all right, boom, let's go back. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Then again, I went to our rancho, so... Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't no leave shame. The, no shame to people that went don't to Don't leave the biology up to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I went to, but too much. That was above my... My learning grade. 
I just went for a diploma. They handled the like uh, your pretty much your entire mental capacity. Yeah. I always tripped out because I uh, I was homeschooled up until uh, freshman year of high school. Uh huh. So you know I would take like college courses at uh, Biola University. Oh like dang. Like my my seventh grade. It wasn't like the actual university, dog. It was like oh, I thought like it was student-led programs. They were teaching us like a curriculum, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, but I remember like I would have a, I was one of those kids that had a notebook and a binder uh, for each like class. Instead of, you know, how like kids just have like one notebook or one binder and they have like four classes in it. Yeah. Like I was that nerd, dog. I was like. Dang. And then we're, I remember we we're going over the syllabus one day in class, and I had some homies from freshman football. And then one of my one of my guys right there. I didn't know this about him, but he was probably one of the reasons why they put like the attendance rule in there. Uh huh. This fool showed up like not even playing in a three-month class, dude. He missed like 25 days, and he was what? late like every other day. He was that dude who like showed up in the class with just like a piece of paper with no pencil. Uh huh. In a backpack for whatever reason. Gangster right there. I was like, dude, this is a major difference from me having a <laughs> divider for every class. Your perfect attendance. And then he's like, Jeez. hey, what's the homework? And then after it's you're the like. Homework. Dog, we're on the final already. I know. <laughs> we're like close to the midterm. <laughs> Man, I was one of those kids that wanted to fix their grade late at the end of the mm. semester. Yeah, yeah. Like when it counted, like when they would say, hey, you have to get your grade this, like, at an, a B or a C in order to pass the class. If not, like, this is the consequence. And there I go, like, turning all the work that I have. <laughs> and the teacher's like, well, why didn't you do this during the, like, during the whole semester? I'm like, I, I just the urge. You're just waiting for him to ask you? Yeah. I was a dude who, like, what really amazed me, though, is, like, how, how hard they made it seem, like, because I played sports like all four years. Uh -huh. And I remember there was cats on the team who were struggling to get like a D in the class. Yeah. You know, and, and in sports, we needed a 2.0, which is like basically all Ds. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you just show up and put your name on a paper and you get like half credit. How do you, <laughs> how do you do this? That's true because I used to do the same. I was literally like one of those people. Well, freshman year, I wasn't. Freshman year, I was like at least an A, B, a C. And then sophomore year, I didn't care at all. I literally like didn't care. Junior year, I cared because it was during COVID. Mm. So it was like the easiest way of like, hey, get your answers online. Like we got no problem as long as you pass the class. So I had A's and B's and C's. And then senior year, I graduated, I think with like a 2.6, a 2.5. Yeah. I mean, I was like, as long as I graduated and I got my diploma, I mean, I think I'm fine. When you were in school, what were, what were people telling you, like, that you needed to do after high school? Were they pushing you, like, towards college? Were they telling you to get into a trade? Were, Honestly, yeah. What was your mindset? Do you remember? Yeah, I kind of wanted to do a trade. I was looking at trades because, well, all my old homies, mm -hmm. they'd always tell me like, hey, join a trade, like, or let's do this trade all the way in like Oklahoma. Like, we don't gotta pay anything. They'll give us like, you know, a scholarship or they'll pay for us to go to that school. And I'm like, in Oklahoma, like, there's one in California, like there's one in LA probably that we don't even know about. So you never wanted to leave? No. Nah. 
And then they would just tell me like, do a trade, do a trade, be an electrician or something like that. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm gonna be a construction worker. I wanna do that better. I get paid more. But I was just like being that normal, typical high school senior that was like, construction's easy, you know? <laughs> like construction comes here, you know, it, here and it goes and you can find any job, anything, like just join construction, construction. And it's like, now that I'm out of high school, it's been like a year uh -huh. or two. Now, like seeing that I'm like working at a construction warehouse and mm -hmm. now seeing like those people that like are asking for that stuff that for construction places or the companies what they need. It's like, dang, like they're on the edge of like their job and they don't know like they can you can be fired tomorrow and then like be replaced like nothing. Like that's just the crazy part like of it. And then finding what company to work for, what benefits do they have, do they have sick time, do they have this, do they have that. I had this conversation or argument, depending on how you wanna, how you wanna phrase it, with my dad one time because he's like the old school. He came out of construction as well. Uh -huh. um, I think it was just different. Like, were, were these people like older heads that you saw? No, they were like younger. They were younger. Yeah, they were younger. Okay, and in my case, for when we were talking with my dad. I think it was just a different time back then, you know, like you said, like companies these these days mainly just focus on like the bottom line at the end of the of the you know semester or whatever, right? The the quarters. Yeah. Like the breakdowns of how much profits they make. Yeah. So now like they cut out on pretty much everything, but back then, like when my dad was working and you started in a small company, they would like give you opportunities to grow with that company. Uh-huh. Now it's just kinda like this it feels like it's this mindset of like, this is a company and you're re expendable and replaceable. Like don't even try and calling out. If you have sick hours, don't use them. Yeah. Or you'll get penalized for using your sick hours, but we're gonna give them to you, right? But it's like, well, hold on. You want me to work hard for little pay uh -huh. for, you know, it's looking like for our, our generation, like at least 40 years these days. Yeah. If there's a social security come, like, tell me why I would invest, besides like doing work unto the Lord, like tell me why I would invest every, every fiber of my being into this company mm -hmm. if it's not worth it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Some companies, they set you up for like failure because it's like, well, if you call off, like just think about that day, like you called off, you're losing money and there's gonna be somebody right there gonna be able to replace you. So it's like, think about it, you either call off or you work until you keep going and then once you're retired, like boom, that's when you can't work. But it's like, bro, that's years. That's like, who Dude, knows? That's not just years, it's decades in most cases. Yeah. It's like you, in my mind, I, I find it odd, you know, that like uh, people wait until they're like really old to do anything, like travel outside of the country mm -hmm. or even out of the state for most people, you know, when you could do it now, right? And I guess it was, maybe it's part of that old mentality of like- Working, working. Working, working and sit and squirreling away money. Yeah. But it feels like you can't do that these days. Like, you know, you work 60 hours and you're still be able, you know, barely able to make it ends meet. Yeah. But I, I don't know. So my mindset is like, if you're gonna do something for work for the next, you know, 30 to 40 years, or, you know, like, why not try to do something while you can, 
if you can, I know it's not the case for everybody. Yeah. But if you have the ability to, like, why not at least try to do something you want to do for work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because there's a point because it's like you can work, work, like work, and then that day that, like, you have all this money, you're like, whoa, I have all this money. But it's like now you're trying to figure, like, oh, do I do this? No, because it's going to hurt me and hurt my <laughs> bank account. Well, can I go here? No, because, well, who knows what. Like, there's always an excuse at the end of the day of why you can't do it. Right. But if you do it now, there's no excuse. Like, you don't have that excuse or urge to, like, be like, well, well, I can't do this because of this. All right, well, I'm just going to go work, you know? Like, nah, like, do it now and then just think about the outcome after. I think you should be able to do it wisely, you know? I mean, yeah. like, I'm not saying quit your job, you know, and pull out your 401k and, you know, move to Hawaii or anything. But I'm saying is, like... Reorient the way you kind of save, or mm -hmm. you know, how you how you spend your money in, in order to do something that's bigger than, you know, retire at sixty five maybe. Yeah. So do you ever, when you get like, let's just say you have a lot of money in your bank account, do you ever feel like you can you want to spoil yourself or like spoil your wife or your kids or anything like that? Like buy yourself something to feel like, man, like I worked for this. Listen, bro, since my wife married me, she hit the jackpot, all right? So that's number one. <laughs> okay, all right. No, but to be honest, uh, for me personally, I like to buy little trinkets, little dumb things here and there. I'm not like a shoes guy. I don't buy like Jordans. Yeah. I rarely ever buy like clothes. It has to be like unique to like what I like. I don't like, I just, I don't know. I like dumb little things, you know? I'd yeah. rather go golf like play a really nice course and buy like a pair of shoes. Yeah. For me, it's more of like the experience, like what we're talking about is like, dude, I get to, I have the physical ability right now to to go walk an 18 hole Damn. Uh, golf course, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> I just played this course in Vegas, dude, and it was one of the best courses I've ever played, hands down. Like to put it into perspective, I know there's not like a lot of golf. Do you golf? No. I no. Would. All right. So I wish it was easy. I would, so for this caliber of course, like quality of like how nice it was, grass, uh, atmosphere, uh -huh. cards. Like to put it in perspective, there's a course over here called Trump National, and it's like almost five hundred dollars on the play? weekends to play. Yeah. Oh there's no. God. There's no range. There's you know, there's like nice carts, whatever. It's just a vibe, you know? Yeah. For the, a little bit, in my opinion, better quality, the course I played was $85. For what, like, bless you, for, for a, a full 18, 18 whole course. Damn. That's, and the, that's so cheap. Yeah. And the crazy thing was that this uh, particular place, it's a Indian reservation, and uh, they had three, like, full-size courses on their property. Uh-huh. So it's like you could play a different one all on the same... 80 bucks that you paid for. 80 bucks. Well, cool. you have to pay again for like oh, the next okay. round, but there's three options that you could play, you know, yeah. three different style of courses. Dang. And it was so cool because like I saw, you know, the backdrop of the mountains, you saw all like the beautiful, like creation dude, like the per deep purples, the light purples. Yeah. It was so nice. Dang. Is it the one that you posted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. I only know about the one in, um, in I think it's in Arizona, where like they throw all that stuff. Is it in Arizona? Oh, the waste management. Yeah, that one. I, I've only seen it on Netflix. 
a little preview. So that's what looks cool. That's how I was like, dang. So there's like a big controversy again uh, with that. So like, you know, for a long time, like the sport of golf has had like that, the, that stigma. It's like an old, you know, rich person game. They yeah. don't want like no, you know. Too fancy. Too fancy. Yeah. It's like a certain class can play it, right? Yeah. So a lot of people are hating on the waste management in particular because it's like total opposite of that environment that you know golf's been in for all these years uh -huh. so that's why like they have uh there's no other tour that does that besides like live i guess but uh where they have like people yelling and because at regular tournaments like people have to be quiet or there's clap. dudes holding up signs like quiet well the, yeah or they clap they clap or when it's like a really like important um hole that they get like hole in one or anything like that? Yeah, then you can go, but for the most part, nah. No, huh? Especially while teeing off the ball, like that's a big no-no. Uh -huh. So like a lot of golf uh, purists don't like that tournament, the waste management, because like it's just attracting like this new generation of golfers, you know? Because a lot of people took up the game uh, in COVID, right? Because it was one of the few things that was open. Yeah. And you know, you got some haters, dog, who don't like people getting rowdy. But. Yeah, that's true. Wait, so what happens if they're teeing off and you like either yell or clap or do they like escort you out or? It can. I've seen some videos of like people trying to be funny while people are like teeing off in these major events. Uh huh. And if they cause like the player to make an errant shot, the player has to play that ball either way. So it's like, it's kind of up to the discretion of the player, I guess. Uh huh. But for sure, like, you have the people next to you. Like, if you make somebody hit a bad shot because you said trying to be cute, whatever, people are for sure going to, like, yell at you, dude. There's been videos, too, of, like, other patrons yelling at other people observing. Like, why would you scream that? It wasn't the right time. Well, they just, like, get on their case, bro. Dang. But a lot of people have been money on this, huh? Like, on golf? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could put money on just about everything, right? Yeah. She was gonna put some money on my daughter's t-ball game right now, but I don't know if they could cover the score, dog. So, were they winning or were they losing? You know what? It's one of those things where they don't keep uh, oh score. Keep, keep score. It's so cool, dude. I wish I had like the time to to be a coach. Uh Because -huh. I coach for a lot of years, and it's so much fun. You know, when you have like the right group of kids. And I was telling one of the other parents, like the coach that we have now. You know, he's like perfect for this age level because, you know, th my kids are under five. So it's like, dude, how much baseball or softball or t-ball can a kid really grasp? Yeah. I mean, there are like some outliers right now. Like there's a kid who like pitches or is like middle to like scoop up the ball. And he's like the only one on the team who's like coordinated enough to like feel the ball, pick it up and run it or, or throw it. You know, if there was somebody there to catch it. Yeah, those but, kids are coordinated. Yeah, but most of the other kids, you know, it's like their first time playing an organized sport. So, you know, they you got to have some grace. They want to just be there, like, you know, to be on the team. They're just have, having fun. Yeah, you know? have fun. But I was, like, telling one of the, the other dads, like, dude, I wish I could be out there, you know, and, and tell them, like, hey, this is why we run the first. This is why, you know, when this person is coming off second, you know, we, we try to throw it to third instead of trying to tag out the person that's like, you know, like some strategy. Yeah, just explain to them. Explain like Explain it a little bit more. Yeah. But it's, it's stinking hard, dude, because like I've coached middle school kids and trying to gather like, you know, attention from middle school kids is hard. But when you have a bunch of like, toddlers, 
Oh my gosh. I think if you have the right group of like, you know, kids wanting to like follow along, because it's like, even when you grab their attention, like even babies, like you always gotta, well, because when I play with uh, my nephew mm -hmm. and he's like one years old, like one in like, we turned, his birthday was in February, so. Like one in five months, basically. Okay, so you're in some change? Yeah. So like every time I mess with him, I always like make the same faces as him or I'll like, you know, just to grab his attention to see like, like, oh, like, why is he crying? Or, oh, like, why is he doing this? Or just to get his attention because it's like, all they see is like, they want you to mess around with them. Yeah. Just to get like their attention. Most of the kids just want interaction, bro. Like, yeah. It's just a game to them. They don't. Their parents are probably like, hey, you want to play t-ball? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And like, they don't even know what it is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> They'll just agree just it's to like, like yeah. not even like, well, they can't argue. But right. just Most to, of the kids are probably, like, or the parents are like, you want to play t-ball? You want to play like the Dodgers? You want to yeah. play? And the kids are like, yeah, I want to play at Dodger Stadium for sure. <laughs> then they get to Stinking Leg Lake and they're like, this isn't Dodger Stadium. <laughs> they look around, they're like, wow. <laughs> are we playing the Ducks? <laughs> what was the first sport that you uh, started off in? Uh, baseball. Baseball? Yeah. What I did think, you think about it? To be honest, I was, I think I was one of those kids that were corny. <laughs> <laughs> that was or wasn't? That was. That was? Okay. Because I played baseball my whole life until I was like 12 or 13. And then I just stopped playing when I, right before I went to high school. Because I just, you know, when you're in high school and you want to play like football, you're like, you have that chance thinking that you'll go to an like all-American game or mm. thinking that that one little Mexican kid that's 5'9", like 152 pounds is going to go to like college and get a full ride. Yeah. I don't think there was anybody more delusional than me in high school, <laughs> especially because I wrestled all four years. And I was okay, bro, but to be honest, you know, I'm not going to be that dude who's like, you know, back in my day, I scored four touchdowns. Yeah. I was mediocre, bro. Um, like, it took me a long time to realize that. <laughs> but in my mind in high school, I was going to be the next state champ. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like your mindset. But then, like, when it doesn't happen, you're like, man, like, I trained, I did this. It's like, well, what's next? I was talking to another cat, and... Uh, I don't know if you know him or not, but his name is Phil, and he played D1 ball. Oh, uh, Phil football. from, yeah, yeah, from yeah. church? Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I was telling him that experience, and crazy enough to say is, like, he had that experience, too, you know, because you got to think about it from a dude like that, his perspective. Yeah. He's, like, 6'7", like, 370 at, when, in his prime, right? And he was saying when he got to college, this is just college, like, he was playing, or he was lifting with dudes who were like six foot but they were just like repping like 500 pounds on incline bench you know oh God. it comes in all shapes and sizes like there are like animals you know but i think that's like the ability to have this like strength like if you're doing it for a while like you just have that tolerance and strength to just like want to like have that mindset of kill like just kill every rep you got to kill everything that you have like because even when I'm at work, like I'm lifting something mm -hmm. and I have that mindset like, just go, just do it, just do it, just do it. And it's like, when I lift it, I'm like, like fully charged and I'm like, man, like that felt good. And usually like when you're in high school, you're like, what do I need this for? Like, what is this gonna do? I'm not gonna do it, like for what? Like, 
But that one little rep is like, man, you're missing out on like, who knows what. I remember there was this, uh, this one time, I think uh, we were going into junior year. Uh-huh. And so we had these two, if I was gonna be a junior, we had these people who were gonna be seniors. Oh, it was like summer, basically. It was summer, the oh, summer okay. in between, right? You shift grades. Uh-huh. So we had these two cats, dude. They, these two cats, or three actually, they were on varsity since freshman year of football. Like they were just like gifted with height, you know, speed and strength, whatever, right? Uh-huh. So two of these cats, they uh, joined in on their, on their seniors, senior prank. Oh. So they got kicked down to JV for like most of summer ball, right? To teach them a lesson, uh-huh. to think they weren't gonna play varsity. So uh, they would play with us in the JV. I was one of the JV guys. <laughs> All-star, brother. It's all right. It's all right. And uh, I forgot I was going to say what the story. So they were on JV. And they bumped down. They bumped down. And they were just, like, head above shoulders, everybody, on, like, all the skill levels. And they were just messing around, you know. But to think, like, I was going to keep up with these dudes who are, like, 6'2", 300 pounds. Yeah. Fast. I was like, nah. Some, some people just don't got it. That was my freshman year when I think we played against Lucerna. We played Lucerna at Arancho my freshman year. And I think, I could be wrong. I think I don't think we lost that bad, but I'm pretty sure we, <laughs> we lost. But what I'm saying is that I was this like small, prawny kid that was 5'9", you know, the same weight from sophomore year or from freshman year to senior year, mm-hmm. and I was going against this, like, maybe, like, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, super, 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 like, scrawny kid. Of course, he was a white boy, um, but he <laughs> was just, like, not even, I can't say gifted, but he was just a tall guy that you go for his legs and he's down. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like... So that, that was his weakness? That was the weakness. I don't think he had a lot of leg strength, but... He was a freshman, of course. There's some guys who were kind of like non-traditional. We had this one dude, uh, my teammate in wrestling, and he was like 6'3", tall and lanky, and he grew up a fat boy, but some, somehow or another, like he got it together like freshman year and he started training all crazy. Uh-huh. Like he got stupid ribs. Like Dang. he had to cut weight, like honestly, to make 190 pounds. What Shredded, the- dude. Never really touch weights, because I would ask him, like, how much do you bench? He's like, oh, I think I bench, like, 189. I was like, what? first of all, how do you get 189 if and they you... only go up by fives or 2.5s? Which in high school, which in high school, nobody uses the two-and-a-half change plate, bro. That's <laughs> sissy, you know? He added two of them, and he was like, that's 189. <laughs> yeah. Nah he, but, was, nah, he was lying to you, 189. Nah, bro, but he just had that natural strength, you know, just long, lanky. When he grabbed a hold of your wrist, uh-huh. you know, like, it wasn't going anywhere, dog. It was just, you're in a vice grip. <laughs> just strong, you know? And it took me to, honestly, pretty recently to understand, like, why he was, you know, so functional with the strength and he wasn't, like, a bodybuilder trying to wrestle. Uh-huh. It's because he was doing, like, a lot of body weight and plyometrics, you know? And back then oh. it wasn't, like, a super common thing that you see in high school athletes today. Yeah. Especially, like, a lower league level uh, that we played. Like, dude, I, I could count on my hands how many times we went in the weight room, like, all four years. Like, it was, it was just not a priority, right? Or at least for, like, our sports. No, it's, I don't think it's, I think it's a priority, but 
I think they want you to be more on the field than the weight room. I think they'll show you like in the morning, not in the morning, in the summertime. So the summertime is like lift, 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 lift this much, max, do all of this. But that's just to get your like your bone structure to just when you get hit, not to not break, to have that strength in your bone structure. So if that were the case of building bones, which uh, which you know, lifting actual weight does, right? Yeah. Because your body's so smart, it says like once you're not using something, let's say you take a long layoff from lifting weights and you're just running cardio. Uh huh. It'll start building like the cartilage around like your kneecaps because you're absorbing force from the run, right? Mm -hmm. But it'll say like, hey, we haven't, you know, we haven't been lifting this weight, so let's shed some of this, you know, extra weight off me. And usually it'll be muscle first. Yeah. And the body holds your fat. So I think it's more like sports specific, but I think the bigger point I was trying to make is like, you know, there's like different levels and if you're you know, team or whatever doesn't focus priority on like lifting in the first place and all you do is running, like, yeah, I think you're setting up the kids for failure. You got to do it like on your own, like to yeah. really like push yourself. Yeah. Because I know that there's, a, don't get me wrong, I mean, you like people that are in college now, I mean, they're pretty, not scrawny, but they're not as much as on lifting weights and, you know, try to uh, squat six like plates or you know if you can bench press three plates you got the starting job like not I think it's more on like talent wise I think it's the culmination of everything because I saw this thing uh are you into boxing at all but mm, are you trying to keep up with it or you know nah, a little bit about it not really okay I don't really either so don't hear me say like I'm a <laughs> boxing fanatic but they just had this these two guys who were uh, undefeated fight Earl Spence and uh something Crawford, Terrence Crawford. Is it? It's Terrence Crawford and, um, and Earl Spence. Boxing? Boxing. That sounds familiar. It I, just I happened sound, recently, like yeah, right before. It and um, shoot, what was I gonna say with that? <laughs> about uh, the boxing, about um, Got lost strength. in the fade. Oh, okay, okay. So the dude, uh, Terrence Crawford, he ended up winning. So now he's like 40 and 0 undisputed, right? He has like championship belts in three weight classes. Yeah. He's going for four. So he said he never touches really weights. He I just does like plyometrics, body weights and stuff. Yeah. And the reason why is because, you know, the more muscles that you have, the more energy it takes to, to make those muscles move, right? So yeah, to have the strength, the ability. To have the strength and... Uh, overall, just muscle like cardio. Yeah. To keep moving and going, right? I think I've heard of this. I, yeah. And then was he like, um, who was he with? He was with somebody famous when they took a video, or like Conor McGregor, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then after, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing a video. Yeah. So. So if you look at like the NFL now, uh -huh. most of these cats like, uh, let's see, you guys, who's the Bosa that you have? Is it Nick Bosa? Yeah, Nick Bosa. Is he like, like rolled a like like strong man stature? Nah, he's shredded. He's shredded, right? Yeah, he's but shredded. he's fast, you know. Like yeah. Sleek, you know. That's that's the the body type of that's like predominantly in the NFL these days. Like, if you have to be explosive, yeah, it's a little bit different on like the O line, but not very, not much. Let's go from like compare like Nick Bosa to like Derrick Henry. Because I know he does more lifting weights and running because, of course, he's a running back. 
Yeah. But I think he lifts weights more than running on like his ability to like knock guys over, you know. And it's about being functional. Them. Like if you get hit, you can get up faster because like you're not, you know, tired yeah. from carrying around 60 pounds of extra muscle that you don't need, right? Yeah. So it's like more functional for each like position. So can you, let's put it into perspective for like the 90s. Have you ever seen like old clips of uh, sports, like uh, NFL games from like the 90s, even early 2000s? Yeah, like, um, what's his name? The running back from the Rams, Dickerson? Dickerson. And you see like his pads were huge, his, you know, he had a neck roll, I believe. Yeah. It's and like, dude, a... what, what running back do you see with a neck roll? What running now. back now do you see with size XL shoulder, shoulder yeah. pads? It's like, nah, it's like, the slimmer and the tighter you are is gonna be better because you know you're more explosive. More explosive, you can hit holes faster. You know if you're a running back or a linebacker, like. Well, it's like that small running back from the Cowboys. What's his name? Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, like he that guy can move. That he, I think he just has so much like strength from cardio that his muscle is just like he can bounce quick. Like, because of how much strength and core, I'm sure, he does, oh, yeah, like, he's, from his legs. He has so much fast twitch muscle. Yeah. You know, if you look at him, he's 5'6", 176 pounds, right? That's what he's listed at. Yeah. Dude, his arms are probably bigger than both of my arms put together. He's probably just, like, a stocky, short dude, you know, solid. And I'm pretty sure he can run the ball, like, super. I mean, he can't knock over people, but I'm sure that he can move out of the way to like in order for him to. He's like, probably like those shifty, shifty yeah, cats, you know, super like shifty. they're right. They call him the magic man. They're right in front of you, and then they just like disappear with one yeah. step. He's like, golly, I can't even think that fast. Let him move. Like that you fast. can't even tackle that like quick in order for you to react, like because this guy wants to go well straight, and if you think about it, he has left and right open. Like, what makes you think you're gonna stop that? Yeah. And also, I think, like, when you have that mindset, like, oh, I'm going to kill this little little dude. Yeah. It was like, dude, and then you go to pose to put a big hit on him, and he's already shifting somewhere else, you know, by the time you're flipping the ground. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that guy can do some damage, though, for you guys. I think so, too, man. If Tony Pollard doesn't show up, I mean, I think that guy can do damage. Listen, brother, I still got to get up and go to work Monday, so <laughs> if they win or lose, it doesn't really affect Papa. So. <laughs> for me, it does, because I go to work, and I... And I think there's like four, nine, yeah, five of us Niner fans. So it's like, think about it. My John, my boss is a Niner fan, uh -huh. and then my stepdad's a Niner fan, and then our supervisor's a Niner fan, and then our receiver is a Niner fan. So you and guys then, are just down bad, bro. Yeah, like if we lose or like if we don't make the Super Bowl, like just we're not going to work. I love messing with people, like who are supposed fans. Uh huh. And I'm a casual like observer, and I know more about your team than you do. Uh -huh. So uh, like, uh, I always love asking like Dodger fans, like, <laughs> "Hey, you know how are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good." I was talking to this one cat, and I was like, "Hey, how's uh, Joey Gallo doing?" And uh, who's that? And I'm like, "He's an outfielder. He he came from the That's from the Yankees." And oh, before yeah, that, he was with the Rangers for a long time. Yeah. And, then and they're like, nah. And they told me, nah, we have Mookie Betts. And I'm like, you're right. Oh, my God. But you know there's another, <laughs> there's there's another, another position, right? Yeah. No, I uh, think he's dude. playing right now with, um, with the Twins. Or oh, he got traded? Yeah, he got traded a long time ago. Or no, no, no. He didn't even get traded. Oh, wait. 
Now I, you're confusing me, bro. No, See, I don't like, know. I don't even know. If I don't know if he got or traded or if they released him. No, no, no. I think he got traded because it was like that time where we didn't have that much money, so we were signing like a who's, lot of who's people. Who's we? The Dodgers? Yeah. Okay. The Dodgers didn't have that much money, so it's like we had to sign people to like one-year, two-year deals. Because we still had a, like... Well, yeah, dude, you guys paid sinking Mookie Bet, like, everything. And then Freddie Freeman. Half of the stadium. Oh, and Freddie Freeman, too. And Freddie Freeman. And we just signed, um, what's his name? Um, Julio Rios to a big deal, too, for four years. Rias. Yo. He's a, he's a fan favorite, huh? Yeah, he has to be. Yeah. If he's not, then you, get, you guys don't watch baseball. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, did you hear that? Uh, this is what I heard from my job. I don't know if it's a myth. I don't know if it, it's just a saying going around that we're going to be shut down again in September. I'm hearing October. So is that true? I don't know, man. I don't. Who knows? I don't uh, think. Honestly, I don't think people are going to go for it again. Yeah. But I don't think they're not going to try. What the heck? So I've literally been living under a rock. Because the last one, I'd seen, like, some article this morning, actually, and the new, whatever you want to call it, is, like, three viruses in one, and you're just, like... So there's a virus going around? Apparently, it's, like, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't know. There's a new virus. That's the yeah. article, at least, that I've seen, and it's, like, three different things in one, apparently. What the heck? Like... Okay, here we go again. But I feel like a virus is something normal now. Like, you have to live with what's going on in the world. It's like the same way as like what we live when people are like robbing like other people yeah. or like robbing the stores. It's like, bro, it's normal now. Like, you have to live with it. Even with my teacher, have, did you ever have Mr. Salceda? Yes. Yeah? He was my football coach. Yes. That guy, man, he's my inspiration right there. He was a good, cool guy. Yeah. I, I had him for freshman year, and then after my freshman year, he just, like, stopped coaching after that. Yeah. And then I had him my senior year for, um, I don't know, if for history or, I don't know. But that guy is my inspiration. I'm not going to lie. Why is that? Because, so, he is a big Rams fan, of course. But that guy, like, he literally lives, like, every single day, like, there's no tomorrow. He goes to Ram games. He has season holder. He's a season holder ticket. Um, he, his wife and his family, like, they're all very nice and super cool and, like, literally, like, a person's dream. He lives in a big old house. He drives an old beat-up car but still comes to work on time every single day, never late, never misses work. And then he still has all the energy to teach us of like just the ethics of what we should know about our rights. So it's like for somebody to get up every single day, to not be in a bad mood if they don't, if something goes wrong in their life or like in their day and just in the morning, and then to just come to work and want to teach who knows how many kids, it's like, man, you gotta be like, my inspiration right there that's cool man yeah he taught math right no a math teacher? no so he did teach math yes he did teach math my freshman year and then he wanted to teach history that's or, right that's right that's right i don't know history or ethnic study i don't even know to be honest with you it's been, <laughs> it's been a while since high school right, i, don't know. Right. I can't remember my dog class, it's been like three years calm down that, that's a long time 
three years, I've hit my head with a forklift, like, <laughs> more than that. But, yeah. It's Isn't not, that crazy now you're working stiff? It's crazy because it's, like, I was just thinking about it the other day, too. I was, like, I look at my, like, little sister, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, damn, bro, like, in just four years, five years, like, you're going to be out of high school. Like, out of school, it's your, like, choice, you know? that they say or if not they would tell you to go to college or you know yeah but it's like it's your choice to either go to college to work or it's like you have no choice it's not like you can just you know one day go to mexico and never come back and just say you're on vacation like no you have to work over there too like you gotta you gotta eat somehow yeah get some money like if you want clothes you gotta work you want shoes you gotta work like it's just crazy how that's the society, like, just to think about it, you know? Like, it's just crazy to think about it. That, like, this whole life that we have here, you got to work. You got to do something. You can't just... We were made to work, man. Yeah. We're, we were made, you know, to tend to God's creation according to Genesis. Yep. And because of the curse, you know, it says we're going to toil in our sweat. Yeah. So... I mean, that's not everybody, right? Like, some people do have the dream jobs and, you know, they get to, you know, they get to be scouts for, like, NBA teams. They get to be scouts for, you know, or yeah, they get to be you know, a that's, part of NASA, you know? Like, I think some people do get what they... Yeah, but dream jobs, I think that's super hard for it to happen because it's like... Oh, excuse me. I hope you guys didn't hear that. But, <laughs> um, no, so dream jobs, I think it's super hard to get because it's like... If you want to get that job, you have to work hard for it. So it's like, if you want, let's just say, to be a professional, you know, um, well, what's hard to be in like uh, sport-wise? Um, Pretty much basket- No, no, basketball, basketball. So it's like, if you want to make the NBA, it's like you either got to be a certain height or you got to do something for them to catch your attention, to get scouts' attention. So- you got to do something to catch their attention. Yeah, right? basically. To ball Fo- out. Football, I mean, I don't know, to be honest with you. Football, I feel like you can easily just join it kicking the ball or just getting the attention of, you like, so? scouts. I think so because it's like, if you think about it, if a soccer player wants to be a football player, uh-huh. I think it can be, I think it can happen. I think he definitely has a better uh, chance of, you know, catching attention. Yeah. But then you also got to think about, like, the team's logistics. Like, you have a 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have one kicker and one punter, you know, and yeah. how much, like, road damage do you get? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So most of those people, like, Adam Vinatieri was kicking to his, like, 50, bro. Who's that? He played for the Colts for a long time. He was a kicker. Did he have, was he white? Did he have a white beard? Yeah. Uh, and was he kind of bald? Or was he bald? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't remember the exact. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so, you know, you have 32 teams and that's 31 now. Yeah. Because you have this dude who never gets hurt, takes care of his body, and is, uh, you know, perfectionist. It's literally his job to kick the ball and make. That's the only time he gets goes on the field, you know? So it's like, yeah. that's what he gets paid to do. Man, I would love to be a kicker. Don't get me wrong. I love it. If that was my job, man, I would love it. You don't get tackled. Uh, sometimes you do, but you don't get touched. You a, kick a ball. A kicker or a long snapper? One of my boys actually was getting uh, scouted for long snapping. Really? I didn't even know you could. Yeah, I think that's like one of the highest paid jobs. 
I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know that. I, I would have practiced back then. A top, I think that's a top six um, highest paid in the NFL. I could be wrong. Because it's like you get long snapper, and then you have O-line. No, quarterback, and then you have O-line, D-line, and then which one else? What are you talking about? Then you got linebackers, receivers. No, no. So what I'm thinking what, about what is it, like what, 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 what most positions are the highest paid right now. Quarterbacks, right? Quarterbacks yeah. leading the league. Yeah, so quarterbacks. Receivers. Receivers? Who's getting paid a lot? Who's getting paid There's got to be a no. couple. No, they don't get paid that much. The people who are bringing in the people to the seats, like the quarterbacks. Yeah, so the quarterbacks. And the running backs are last. That's like the yeah, whole issue is right less. now is like the running backs should be getting paid a lot. but Yeah. You think it's a skill to run the ball? Heck yeah. Yeah? I think if you're a half, half second off a beat of, you know, a lane opening. Uh-huh. That's the difference between you making the team or being cut. That's yeah. I was literally just watching the the twenty twenty one Dallas Cowboys hard knocks. Uh huh. And one dude, the entire time his name was Jaquan Hardy. The entire like preseason that they were showing was like him not being able to take the ball upfield because he would try to make the first person miss after getting the handoff. Uh huh. But every time he would do that. He would allow just that split-second linebacker to come in and fill the gap, you know. So now instead of just breaking one person, the safety or whatever, now he because he's taking that one jab step or spin or something, he's allowing enough time for another person. So now he's playing two-on-one instead of one-on-one. Yeah, to fill in that gap. So one of the other you know, running backs at that time was Rico Dowdle. And then fast forward two years now, you still have Rico Dowdle, and they let go of that other guy. In the because NFL? Of that. Yeah, because of that. In the Cowboys. Oh, but he's not playing in the NFL or he's in another team? I don't even know. In no. The, but what I'm saying Dang. is, like, that literally cost him his job, you know? Yeah, for that, that team. That half step, yeah. Yeah. But just think about it. Just in your mind, you're such a fine tuned athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this confidence in your ability, right? So in his mind, he was like, dude, if I know, I know if I do this little shimmy, I'm going to break this fool's ankles and I'm going to have a 15-yard gain. Yeah. But in the coach's eyes for the same very very same play, it's like if you stop doing that, you'll have a way better chance according to like statistics cuz you know like teams are very into like stats and whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's what catches most attention. Like yeah. what's your stats? What how many like balls can you catch in uh, a route or the set can you do the same route all over again and still have the same outcome? Right? Yeah. So that's why. I yeah, man. I'm waiting for football season to happen. Man. <laughs> Been too I'm long. ready. I'm ready, but I'm not ready for the heartbreak. You know, it's a Cowboys fan. It's hard every year. See, for you, it's hard. For me, it's been getting easier. Nah, man. nah, nah. It, you guys haven't won nothing, right? You went to the Super Bowl a couple times. Okay, that. Yeah, but we you still have, have the lost. same amount of rings as the Cowboys. So. Yeah, that's true. I can't argue about that one. Unless you're a. Uh, who has the most rings? Steel? No. The Do the Steelers? Patriots. Patriots? It's Patriots, Steelers. And then the Cowboys. And then the Cowboys. And, and yeah. then the Niners. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, but all of our trophies are, the last time I think we won was. It's in the 90s, bro. I know, but I'm trying to think what year. It had to be 19, 1993 or 98. 
one of those. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it was one of those years. I don't know. They don't pay me enough to memorize all these stats, bro. So. I'm like, I don't want to watch other people have fun. I want to have fun. And if I can't, then I'm like, all right. And then you're like, nah. I watch it here and there, <laughs> but I'm not going to orient my life around it. <laughs> I know the Niners are playing right now against the Chargers, but we'll see. Our, our main quarterback is playing for the first quarter, so hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Well, good luck, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate the chat. No problem.